Start speaking God's word over your life and see if that doesn't help you to stand up a little bit better. He created you and he did not have time to create a nobody. He only had time to create a somebody and you were given a purpose to fulfill on this planet that only you could fulfill. Hey there, this is Patrice Washington from patricewashington.com, where we chase purpose, not money. Welcome to Redefining Wealth. This is a space and a community that believes that wealth is so much more than money and material possessions. We truly believe that wealth is its original definition. It's about the condition of well-being. So if you're new here, that's what you need to know about us. And our foundation is based on six pillars. To find out more, go to patricewashington.com forward slash start here. You'll get this free audio training. It'll break down the six pillars and really help you do a little assessment so you can see where you are right now and what you should be working on. And the thing that really stands out to me most during this COVID-19 crisis takeover pandemic, whatever you are calling it, is that so many people I see are posting about the very things that we've been talking about in the pillars since we began this podcast, September 2017. I got to take better care of myself. I need to take care of my mental health. I need to focus on my my faith. You know, now it's time for me to do something more purposeful. These are the things that really are the foundation for who we are as purpose chasers at Redefining Wealth. So if you stumbled upon us, I'm so glad you're here. I don't think it's by happenstance. I think it's very divine that you're here. And if you're a purpose chaser or OG listener and you haven't been leaning all the way into the pillars, this is your invitation to really lean in and not just make it a nice theory on a podcast, but truly make it a part of your life. We were already scheduled to do this episode and release this series. And I know that you're so overwhelmed with all the things to do in the midst of coronavirus and staying in and the lockdowns and the quarantine. So I wanted to keep it in the same vein. I thought about changing everything around, but just like you, I'm in a space where I don't want to overthink, overwhelm, force manipulate, push anything in particular. I'm just allowing myself to be. And with that, I wanted to allow this series focused on incredible women to be because I wanted to highlight ordinary women who are doing extraordinary things as that reminder that whatever you're going through, you can do it. You can make it happen. And I'm really excited. It's divine, actually, that we start with Danielle because As you'll see in just a second, she is talking about feeling that thing in her stomach where it's time to leave corporate America. It's time to leave nine to five and finally pursue that thing that she was really wanting to do um, or even uncertain of. But she, you know, knew that there was something more. There was a next level to her. She didn't want to be a one trick pony anymore. And I'm saying that because this is a time for many of you. If you've been distracted by work, as many of us (laughs) use, um, I'll say loosely as an excuse, as a reason, as a rationale, then this is the time. This might be the time and this time might serve you more than you can ever imagine. Without further ado, let me introduce Darnielle. 
Danielle Jarvie Harmon holds an MBA and is the founder of Incredible One Enterprises. She's an award-winning business growth speaker, strategist, and best-selling author who is best known for helping business owners combine spiritual principles with business growth strategy so that they leverage and scale their businesses in record time. Her work has been featured in Essence, Success, Black Enterprise, and O Magazines, and she's the recipient of numerous rewards. Without further ado, here is Darnielle Jervie Harmon. Welcome to the Redefining Wealth podcast, Darnielle. Oh my goodness, I have been waiting for this forever. Look, I have to contain myself because my voice goes up an octave. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) I'm excited to have you. And I met Danielle in person for the first time several months ago now um, when I was speaking in Delaware, state that she lives in. And we met at Starbucks, supposed to meet for like 30 minutes. I think I was supposed to be doing homework. I was like, I I had my MBA stuff. I was like, I got to do a little homework, but I would love to meet in person. And I don't know how long we sat. We sat and we sat and we talked. And so, yes, I am excited. I wanted to interview you shortly thereafter, but I'm glad that it did not work out. Sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, everything is in God's timing. Yes. So when I was thinking about the series that I wanted to do entitled Incredible Women, I thought, who better than the incredible one herself, Danielle, (laughs) to kick it off with. And one of the things that I really want to come across in this episode is really how everyday women can do incredible things. Now, fellas, I know you out there listening and this, this will pertain to you as well, but you know, my heart is for my women. So can you give us a little backstory? I think your story is, is incredible. I don't want to keep using that word, but I think it's pretty (laughs) phenomenal. And before you were this superstar business coach, you were real, you were in corporate America. Mm-hmm. So can you give us that transition, how someone goes from the nine to five, as they say, into mm-hmm. creating the life that you have? Yeah, definitely. I remember waking up. I'm really big on dates. I chronicle and I journal. I know you're a journaler as well. And I remember December the 17th, 2004, that was a day I woke up that was unlike any other day that I had experienced in my corporate career And it was what I call a Keith Sweat kind of day. You know, that song, something, something, something just ain't right. Like I just knew (laughs) something wasn't right. And I listened to my spirit. I prayed intently and the knot in the pit of my stomach just would not go away. And as I got dressed, as I got in the car, as I drove to work, the crescendo started and the knot moved up into my chest. And by the time I crossed the threshold of the front door and hit the elevator to go up to the second floor, it was in my throat. And I had no idea what I was going to do, but I knew I was going to be all right. And I remember going in and sitting down and typing an impromptu letter of resignation to my boss, Carolyn Morgan. Hey, Carolyn, if you out there, shout out. (laughs) And um, I went and I walked into her office and I said, today is my last day. And she was like, what? Oh, wait, you, oh. Oh, I quit. You said today. No, today. Yeah, no notice today. And um, I just know that I'm a God girl, like I know you are and many of your listeners are. And when God speaks, I listen. And when, like right now, I have chills. That's how I know God is speaking to me. And that that day I had chills and I didn't know what I was going to do, Patrice. 
but I knew I wasn't going to sit behind their desk anymore because I wasn't living in my purpose. Right. And I have, you know, since become a purpose tracer. Mm-hmm. Um, but back in 2004, I was all about the money. I was all about the status. I drove the nice car. I had the great job, blah, blah, blah. But I literally woke up that day and I knew that there had to be more to life than this. And I was unfulfilled. I was what I called myself a one trick pony and it just wasn't cutting it anymore. And so I needed to see if I had what it took to trust God at his word that he would never leave me and he would never forsake me. And um, I did. I stepped out on faith. Now, I might have gone a little bit too far <laughs> because and so I don't encourage you to do this. Create well, a disclaimer. Darielle right. and Patrice are not saying go to your supervisor <laughs> today. Right. I mean, but if the spirit moves you. Yeah, know. but I, I did. I had no plan. I didn't know what I was going to do. But I did know that whatever I did, it would be blessed and I would be OK. I knew that because how did you my know? confidence? Because. Smokey Norfolk, I think, says it best in a song. I'm a music junkie and I like to speak in music, as you already heard with the Keith Sweat moment. And he says, I know too much about him. I know him for myself. You can't make me doubt him. I, I don't I don't ever I might doubt whether or not the shirt I'm wearing hides my uh, my non six pack. <laughs> I might even doubt if my car is going to start. But let me tell you what I don't doubt. I don't doubt Jesus. And um and and I've always had this extra connection. So to go back a little bit further, just so it becomes real for the listeners, um, my my birth story is probably one that'll make your mouth, one your chin fall to the floor. But my mom didn't know she was carrying me and she got high her entire pregnancy with me. And when she learned that I was there, the doctors told her that it was likely that I wasn't going to survive. But if I did, I would never experience life like most people experience life. And there's never been anything cognitively wrong with me. That's purpose. When there's a purpose for your life, there is nothing that can keep you from fulfilling the purpose. Even down to my name, my mother named me Darnielle amongst a whole bunch of brown siblings with everyday average black people names. My name is Darnielle. I got teased and made fun of and all of that. But my name means the secret place where dreamers go to dream. That's purpose. And so when you know the purpose of your life of you and, and you trust the creator in the movie, Not Easily Broken, Marsh Chestnut says at the end, you want to know the purpose of a thing as the creator of that thing. And I have had many a talk with God, his son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit about what it is that I am here to do on this planet. And I believe them. And because of that, I don't doubt it. I trust. I'm probably a little too trusting. I'm probably... Um, more daring than most, but I know that he has me. Like if you read the word, if you must, I mean, I could go on scripture after scripture that tells me that he has me, that if I delight myself in him, Proverbs says, he'll give me the desires of my heart, right? If I ask him, he will give it to me, right? If If I allow everything that he is doing in me to happen the way that it's supposed to, it will always be for my good. So the worst thing that could have happened is that I would go back and get a job. And I did, in case you were wondering, I did leave. (laughs) I did leave. I I started uh, Mary Kay Consultancy and I did extremely well, got a pink Cadillac and became top of my national area. It was awesome and exciting. But what I realized is I had just traded one desk for another And so when I got the revelation that I was still living someone else's dream and not living the dream that God gave me that he placed on the inside of me, I decided to start my company, Incredible One Enterprises. And 
I started and I fizzled out in like 10 minutes because I did a, I did not create a marketing plan. Again, don't try this at home. I just started doing what I thought people wanted instead of doing market research and finding out what the need really was. And so I found myself in a, in a job. Again, I had to go back to work. I had to humble myself and I sat behind someone else's desk for two years. But that time I was clear that it was just a, a layover. It wasn't forever. Mm-hmm. It wasn't and permanent. I did my work. Yeah, I did my work that time. So I um, started hiring coaches. I did my business plan. I got clear about the problem I was going to solve in the marketplace. I, you know, um, polished my credentials. I had my MBA already. Um, so I started actually leveraging it and using it. I went and got a coaching certification. Um And then when I came out after being there for two years, my business was the traction had been gained and the results were in place for us to really rise. And so we were a six figure business once I started full time. And that was January 1, 2011 was my first day full time in my business the right way. And we haven't looked back. And it is it's God. This is incredible. Let's go back. Okay. Um, first of all, when you were humbled, was there ever a point where you almost just tried to stick through the business because you didn't want to be embarrassed? Oh yeah. Okay. Can we talk about bankruptcy on here? I know you're, yes, I know you you're the money maven. <laughs> um, I had like, I, I was not, I didn't know anything about your book, real money matters for women. I didn't know anything about any of that. And I made some bad money decisions and I ended up having to file bankruptcy around the time that I took a job and I put off the bankruptcy um, and I actually got clearance from God to file bankruptcy. And I'm not well, saying, you, hey, I'm, you know, that I, I did too. Oh, no, I I did know that. I did know that. I did know Mm -hmm. that, right? And I was the same. I needed clearance, but go ahead. (laughs) But I was so, I I didn't do it for at least a year because I was so afraid of what people would think of me. I used to have an 800 credit score. I worked at a financial services company where I was a vice president. And I was just like, but then I realized, you know what, Patrice, I don't care what other people think of me. You know who I care what thinks of me is God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I decided like you either your faith is going to win or fear is going to kill you every time. And I decided that faith would win because whenever I look back over my life and I look at all that I've been brought through, where I end up is way better than I started. And the mm-hmm. only constant is God. It's the only constant. I might change my hair. I might change my man. I might change whatever. <laughs> but God is always God. He's the same today, tomorrow, and forever. And so I decided to stop playing at faith and decided to really operate in faith. And mm-hmm. I'm in full surrender right now. My hands are always lifted up. And I just trust. I trust him and I trust the process, even when it doesn't make sense. I'm going to tell this quick story. So I just did, at the end of the year, I did a challenge. It was called the Next Level Everything Challenge because God said he wanted me to spend the last week of the decade preparing people for the new year. Me, the business coach. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what you talking about, God? Like, am I, what you talking about, Willis voice? Mm -hmm. And, but I did it. I was obedient. I, I created the content. He put his super on my natural and it was ridiculous what happened for these people. So good, Patrice, someone sent me a $981 tithe. Like, and so I said all of that to say, 
if you trust him, if you operate in faith, if you live in obedience, even when it doesn't make sense to you, know that he's already preordained it. He's already determined exactly what the outcome is going to be. And if you trust him, then trust him. There is no, well, God, I trust you, but no, there is no, but because, but always cancel out whatever you said before you trust him, period. And that's what I decided that I was going to trust him, period. And in trusting him, period, I've watched my life, everything come into view, everything that I desire, um, either be right here, right now, or the manifestation is on the way because Mm -hmm. I live in faith and I act as if it's already here instead of waiting until, because I know that his timing is always perfect. Like even with this interview, um, and it, it, it has been, it is the reason why I'm an incredible woman, right? It's the reason, the reason I even named my company incredible one enterprises is because we're created in the image and likeness of God and he is incredible. And if each of us would realize our incredible and help everyone else realize theirs, then this world would be an incredible one. And so, so how do, so for the person that's listening, <laughs> that their faith and belief is not where yours is right now. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but you had an MBA, you were a VP of a financial services company, mm-hmm. you had a nice car, you already had all the things so you could walk away and possibly figure it out and you probably had a network. <laughs> you were already incredible. What about me? Like, where would I start if that's not my story? Yeah, well, I would I would um, challenge you on the fact that you are already incredible. See, I think what needs to happen for us to realize our incredible is that we have to start seeing ourselves the way God sees us. Mm-hmm. And if you need help seeing yourself the way God sees you, then go check out Ephesians because he lays it all out and he tells you exactly who you are. And then slowly walk into that. I get that depending upon the stories you've been telling yourself, you may not see that as your reality today because that's what holds us back. But start to try it on and see if it fits and and constantly reinforce it. Just like you put the negative messages into your mind consistently and you speak casual covenants over your life, start speaking God's word over your life and see if that doesn't help you to stand up a little bit better. He created you and he did not have time to create a nobody. He only Mm -hmm. had time to create a somebody and you were given a purpose to fulfill on this planet that only you could fulfill. Only you could do it. He said. In Jeremiah 1 and 5, before you were formed in your mother's womb, when God knew you, he already took you through the approval process. He approved you and he called you prophet. And a prophet is just a person with a message to share. And even if you're an accountant, you got a message. Everybody is a prophet. Everybody has a message and your message has already been approved. And if you would do the the work, so it's, it's just like if you're married or, or dating or courting, you get to know your partner. The person you're going to spend your life with, you spend quality time with them. You, you know, you, you interact with them. You share your hopes and dreams. Well, guess what? You can do the same exact thing with God. And as you develop that relationship, the warm and fuzzies will start to come over you just like it did when you were dating. Mm -hmm. And eventually you'll realize that God is for you. And the word says, if he is for you, who could be against you? And so it all starts here in our minds. I know you guys can't see me, but it all starts in our Mm -hmm. minds. And as soon as you make the shift there, then you can start to experience the shift everywhere else. And it is literally that simple. I always say, just like you wash your behind, you need to wash your mind. And I hope you are washing your behind every day. (laughs) I hope so. And if you're not, please don't tell us. We don't need to know you like that. (laughs) 
so when you launched Incredible One Enterprises, January 1st, well, you went in full time, January Mm -hmm. 1st, 2011. What has that path looked like over the last nine years that you have been helping other people build their businesses? Um, It has been highs and lows initially, because even though I knew I was supposed to have the business, I still didn't quite know who I was supposed to be. Like we're influenced Mm -hmm. by so many different things. And I can't speak for any other woman, but Darnielle, my struggle has always been comparison. You know, I had, and I I will take you back to where the story originated. As a child, my mom has seven children. And um, when my mom went to jail, when I was eight, my brother, sister, and I went to live with my father. And my stepmom always compared my sister and I. And it never felt good. And so I constantly was looking left or right. And so even knowing I'm incredible and I'm great at everything that I did, I came out into entrepreneurship and I was looking left and right and allowing what other people were doing to take me off of my path. Mm. And I believe that my success was stalled because I was constantly looking left and right instead of being focused ahead. And that went on probably for a good three years. And then finally, the, and the, it clicked March or May. The 4th, 2013 is when it clicked. Or 2014, 2014. I remember waking up that morning like, I got this. And I don't know, I can't tell you what it was that was different other than I was different. And I realized that in that moment, the evidence, I guess one of those coaching questions we always ask, right? Is there any evidence to support (laughs) that this fear is real, right? (laughs) I realized that the evidence was pointing Um, more towards my future than it ever was to my past. Mm, Come on. (laughs) And I just decided to follow the evidence. Like I had, I was having a live event and 265 people from around the world had come to this live event to hang out with me for three days. Why was I trying to be like, insert whomever's name you might think Mm -hmm. of? When I was already exactly what people needed, I mean, they were inconvenienced through travel and they booked hotels and they, you know, they were away from their families for three, four or five days, maybe to come and see me. And that was when I started to realize that I was on to something. But I'll be honest, Patrice, for you and for the listeners, you know, when it really clicked, it really, really clicked about three weeks ago, who I am. I've been saying all this time, I am so serious. So I want to encourage you, it's levels. Mm -hmm. It's levels, those of you who are listening. No one goes to bed a blunder and wakes up a wonder. Write that down. And I'm no different and you're no different. It's levels. But literally three weeks ago, I realized that I'm not a business coach. I mean, that's what I do. Right. That's not who I am. I'm a life changer. I transform lives. I teach teach people how to combine spiritual principles with business growth strategy so that they do work that shakes the planet. That's who I am. I've realized that when, when I look over the success stories of my clients, yeah, they've made more money. Yeah, they've closed bigger deals, but you know what? Their lives are different. Their walk is different. Their confidence is different. And I literally just like three weeks ago was like, oh my gosh, I'm not a business coach. (laughs) I I literally just three weeks ago was like, I'm not a business coach. I have been masquerading. I have been hiding as a business coach when all this time I was a life transformer all this time. But I I was so caught up and fitting into this title because it felt good to me or was comfortable. But God has been calling me higher 
for years. I'm only just now really answering the call. But he yeah. has been he's been tapping on my shoulder. And this is how I figured it out. I I got a mandate and just through journaling to listen back to every prophetic word that I had gotten from God in the last decade. It's about 20 of them. And I'm going back through these words, Patrice, and I am blown away at what was prophesied and what had already happened that I didn't even realize that I was told it was going to happen. Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh okay. my God. And, and listening to, and then the second thing was go back and listen and, and um, read the letters in the email. Cause every time someone sends me an email about how I changed their life, I keep it. Mm-hmm. I print it out and I keep it right. And go back and read the the letters and the emails you have gotten about how you have changed people's lives. Like that was the second thing I did. I'm a puddle on the floor at this point because it dawns on me that all this time I thought that I was helping people make more money doing what they love when really I was helping people experience impact mm-hmm. over any amount of income and and to get to their lives. I just finished a retreat with my clients in Orlando. Um, it was it was just re- because I now am clear who I am, that I, I am really an incredible woman and not for many, any of the reasons I would have thought before. Mm-hmm. And, and in that realization, standing in that power and just letting God use me. Oh, this is so good, Danielle. <laughs> I, like I'm so real talk. I am so clear that I still don't fully know who I am. Hmm. With all of the things, mm-hmm. for all the things, for all the bio say, for all the many stages and the this and the that, I know, similar to you, that first of all, before redefining wealth, I was comfortable being the money lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, okay, that's fine. That works. Mm-hmm. Doing well with that. I'm not rocking the boat until, you know, Holy Spirit was like, knock, knock, listen. Now, we didn't <laughs> ask you before. Right, exactly. <laughs> Second we're going to move this on to someone else type of thing, right? Like just be obedient. So launching Redefining Wealth was an act of obedience, honestly, like just go and do it. And it's been incredible, but I still really, I know that there's more, like, I just know that I haven't quite scratched the surface. I haven't Mm -hmm. gone back and read the emails and all of that stuff. Although I do keep them and print them down. I have them in a brag binder, but I'm Mm -hmm. really encouraged to do the same thing, like to do the same exercise. And at the end of the year, I went back and found all my scraps and notes of things that have been prophesied to me too. Mm-hmm. And while it feels like much of it has come true, I still think that it meant more. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think, you know, God is is constantly able to see us in in varying dimensions. And he's not done. Like he's ever living, ever flowing. And as long as we are here with breath, there's going to be different levels. Mm -hmm. But but coming and going through those exercises at the end of the year to work on my vision board for the next year. And, you know, I don't just go find random images and paste them on the board. Like I do the whole thing. So I sit with it. I close my eyes. I see it. I see what God is saying. Then I write it out. Mm-hmm. Then I decree it out loud and then I go find pictures. <laughs> and so I went through that whole thing and it just dawned on me that I was not giving, I wasn't giving God enough credit for creating me. Wow. I wasn't, I was playing so small. And, and the interesting thing is, and I know I don't have to tell you this, but God will use anybody to deliver his message. Right. And I remember 
in the last six months, I probably had three different clients because we're teaching them how to hear God's voice in our mastermind. And um, I have a, a company profit that comes to all of my retreats with me and that gives a word of exhortation and is teaching them these things so that they can be more effective in their work. And so we've been teaching them to hear God. And I had three of them give me a word from the Lord that I was playing small in the last year. And I'm like, well, dang, if playing small is a million dollar company, <laughs> like what is playing big, right? right. And so, but, I, but I've, I've, I've decided to stop pushing back and instead, just to just ask, well, what is it? Like, what what does it mm-hmm. look like? What's the next iteration of this? Because I don't, I don't want to be at the end of my life and realize that there were more lives to be changed by me because I was unwilling to play at the level that God already saw, already saw me at. Yeah. And because I'm no longer willing... I'm willing to do what I have to do. That means walking away from some of the people who don't feed my soul and and spirit and opening me up to things that make me uncomfortable because I'll never be left and I'll never be forsaken. And that knowing has just changed everything. And I'm excited about this new decade. I'm calling this the decade of next level everything because everything is going higher, every area of my life. Everything that I touch is going to the next level. I am decreeing that over myself consistently because I've, I've, like you, have only scratched the surface, but I have this very clear knowing of who I'm supposed to be in this season. Mm -hmm. And that only comes from spending as much time with God as I spend marketing. Oh, (laughs) get into that. Yes. So it's a, and when you say everything, give us some examples of not necessarily what you specifically want, but mm-hmm. even from the challenge that you did next level, yeah. everything means in what areas of life? Oh, like, I mean, we could totally insert your pillars here, mm-hmm. um, but, but in your health and wellness, in your spirituality connection and alignment with God, in your marriage or romantic relationship with your children, right? In your community or church, if, if you belong to a church, as well as in your business or in your career, what does the next level look like? And what I had the participants in the challenge do is first pray and ask God, what, what does my next level look like? And wait for him to answer. See, sometimes we think God doesn't hear us because we ask the question and then we immediately move on to the next thing instead of sitting with it. And so I said, sit with it until you hear him speak. He will speak. And once you hear him speak, then you can take the next step. And and figuring out in every area of your life, what does it look like? What does God say, right? Like, so I'll I'll talk about myself. And you know this because we've talked about this um, separately. You know, I have a desire to have children. Mm-hmm. And my my body, my health and wellness, everything about me was not conducive to me bringing life. And I do believe that I will have children with my own eggs come through my own body, mm-hmm. you know, no, no, nothing against anyone who's done surrogacy or donor eggs or any of that. But no, I know what God said to me. And I know that if he gave me a promise, he is obligated to tell me what I need to do in order to enact that promise. And so mm-hmm. one of the things that came up for me is that, and I don't, I can't, I can't, you might ask me this, so I don't have an answer, but one of the, the things I, I wrote down immediately was my health and wellness. 
that I've been eating crap. I haven't been moving my body and I haven't been treating my vessel like it's a vessel. And I don't know why other than to say, I know that there's some deep seated deservedness thing that is still up there playing a tape that has led me to believe that it is okay to treat my vessel like crap and put crap into it. And now I'm paying for it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know what? Once you know better, you do better. And so now that I know better, I'm doing better. And it, it, it start, you know, it didn't start today, but it starts today, those of you who are listening, because you know, you mm-hmm. we always know what, what is wrong and what we should be doing. We are just making a conscious choice to go against that. But I decided to, to be, be obedient. disobedient. <laughs> right. Yeah. I decided to be obedient because the thing is this, God can't use me the way that he wants to use me if I am overweight and therefore can't stand on a stage long enough to do everything that he needs to use me for. Because I am called to the stage, right? Everybody is called to different places. I know I have a ministry. My business is a ministry. I'm not called to the pulpit. I'm a marketplace minister. I get all of that. But I was not protecting my vessel. I'm asking God to do all these amazing things in, in, through, and for me. And I was not willing to do the one thing he asked me to to do was to treat myself as a living sacrifice. What is that? And how dare I think that he's going to fulfill his end of the bargain and I don't have to fulfill mine. We have to give God something to bless. We have to, there's no way around it. And I was not giving him something to bless. So I don't deserve to be looking for a reward if I haven't done my part. And so now I'm doing my part and I'm doing that part in every area of my life. So that's just one example from my own personal story. But but sit and write, if those of you who are listening, write down all of the areas of your life. You can go download, go Google will of life and it'll give you all of the areas and then sit with it. Like, okay, in order for me to be at next level in this area of my life, what does God say? Mm-hmm. Get with it until it gives you an answer. And then once it gives you an answer, then start to erect a plan of what that means you'll have to do in order to get to what it is that he sees. And I had the participants do it over 10 years. So I said, if you want to be at your next level, everything at the end of this decade, where do you need to be in seven years? Where do you need to be in five years? Yeah. Where do you need to be in three years? And where do you need to be at the end of this year to set yourself up to be walking into your next level, everything? And um. And being willing to do the hard work, because it is so much easier to just go grab the Cheetos and sit on the couch. <laughs> it's way easier. And it it's going to be much more rewarding in the in the uh, short term. <laughs> right. It's just like this morning, I looked at the clock. My daughter was running a little late. And I was like, should I try to work out tonight? Or should... And I'm like, you know the games you play. You know, you have four interviews and all this content and all this stuff to do, and you will make an excuse by the time 7 p.m. rolls around. So, ma'am, need you to just (laughs) go on ahead and scoop, scoop. She can make it to the bus and go make it happen. Go prepare for your day. Right. Um, And that just comes from. So once you know, I think it comes from also setting up your life to support you, like we talk about. Right. Mm -hmm. Like setting up your environment. Uh, your calendar and everything that you say that matters, like putting it in a place in a way so that you can actually fulfill those things because you're, you can have this revelation, but you're still a creature of habit, right? Like you're still human. And if you don't set up some safety, what do they call them? Guardrails? Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
put some guardrails around you to keep you from the Cheetos. If you can <laughs> not get to Cheetos if they're not in the house to begin with. Right, exactly. <laughs> like if you reshape what that fridge is looking like and your only option is an apple, well, right. there you go, right? right? Or whatever those things are. And that's really, you know, just kind of staying in that idea of whatever it is you say you want for this year, what are you committed to doing mm-hmm. to really make it happen? Because what I find is people want to be incredible, but they live their life like they're interested <laughs> in a little bit of everything. Right. And to be incredible, you have to be committed. That's right. You can't be interested. There's no dibble yeah. dabble. There's, you know, there's no gray area. We're either right. hot or we're cold. Like we're right. either doing or we're not. Right. And you have to be consistent. So committed and consistent. And that's the part that trips people up because anybody can be committed short term, mm-hmm. but you have to be committed every day. You have to keep saying yes to yourself and saying yes to God every single day. Yes to your children. If you have children, um, I had a really good friend who just dropped dead in 2019. Just dropped dead. 42 years old. Just dropped dead. Just done. But you know what? He didn't say yes to his children. He didn't say yes to himself every single day. He said yes to fast food. He said yes to alcohol. He said yes to all of the things that weren't going to serve him in his in and for his highest good for the longest amount of time. And it's as simple as those small things that we have to do in order to begin to make change. But, you know, again, no one goes to bed a blunder and wakes up a wonder. So don't walk away from this saying, I, I need to get my life tomorrow. No, walk away saying, I need to get my life and then start taking incremental steps. Because if you yeah. do an inch at a time, eventually you'll look back and you'll be down the block. Mm-hmm. So it is that consistency that'll make the difference. And you have to show up for yourself. And and when you can't show up for yourself, show up for God. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, let me let me show up for God because I don't I don't know if I can show up for Danielle right now. Mm-hmm. But if I know he's counting on me to do something mighty for him, then it'll give me the strength and the courage to persevere, even though I don't feel like it right now. Oh, Again, yeah. that's purpose, right? And it's it for me, it's just it's changed everything. My outcome, my outlook has changed. I've gotten into this place where. I'm always considering, you know, what would God want for me to be doing right now? So if we go back to remember those, what would Jesus do bracelet? (laughs) (laughs) What would that be if he and I were sitting there and we were engaged in this conversation? What would that look like? And how would that make me respond or do something different? Because life is short. Life is too short. And, you know, you and I, we have big destinies, right? The people who are listening, you have a big destiny. If no one's ever told you that before, Let me be the first to tell you, your destiny is big. And even though you can't possibly see what's what's to come because of you, there are lives that are only going to be changed because you showed up. You showed up Mm -hmm. for yourself. You showed up for God. And they're literally waiting on you. They're crying themselves to sleep right now because you haven't shown up yet. So what are you waiting on? 2030? Oof. (laughs) A lot can happen. A lot can happen in a decade. A lot can happen. A lot can happen. Oh, Danielle. Oh, you're the bomb. Oh, thank that you. like flew by. That was I like know. six minutes. 
<laughs> That's six minutes in girlfriend talk. I could listen to you all day. Um, let me hit you with these rapid wisdom questions. All right. Before we get out of here. Um, the first one is, how do you define success? Success is seeing myself the way God sees me. How do you define wealth in three words or less? God, love, and purpose. Yeah. What's one book that has redefined how you see wealth? Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. Girl, yes. Love that book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's one of my faves. <laughs> um, and fill in the blank. My name is, and to me, the truth about wealth is. My name is Darnielle, and the truth about wealth is God gave me the power to create it in Deuteronomy. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much, Darnielle. Thanks for kicking off this series for us. You are truly incredible. Thank you for having me. All right. Did you get some good nuggets or did you get some good nuggets? I told you that Danielle is the bomb for such a time as this. I hope that if you have been struggling, if you have been grieving this loss of normalcy and what am I supposed to do with the time or is this even time and, and when it's so uncertain to figure out who I am and what I'm supposed to do and what my purpose actually is and what's the next level for me? I hope that you got some encouragement out of today's episode. I love that. One of the things I remember Danielle saying was just about knowing that it's time to trust God at his word. It's cute to be like, oh, I got faith, you know, but are you truly surrendered? And do you trust God at his word that all things do work together for your good, that nothing is happening to you? There is something even in the midst of all this that is happening for you. And really, again, like all things do come together for your good. I just truly believe that. And I have to say, for me personally, my career as America's Money Maven was built in an uncertain time like this. This was the genesis. This was the birth. This was the beginning. It was in the midst of the recession when people were not hiring, when I couldn't get a job to save my life, when It felt like I was a failure. I was embarrassed. I was, you know, ashamed, even though there were so many people that were going through things. I made it a personal attack. And it wasn't until I surrendered and basically said, God, use me on that bathroom floor when I was bawling, snotting and crying and saying, not whatever, whenever you restore me, then I'll go everywhere I can and share this message with people. That was when everything changed. And so I don't know where you are right now. I don't know what your circumstances are. I don't know what your emotions have been doing. I'm sure going up and down. But these times have created so many of the people. Times like this have created so many of the people that you may admire, that you may look up to. Maybe for some of you that you envy. They were born in the discomfort of a season like this. And just understand that just because we're here, there's still an opportunity for you to go to the next level in everything that you do and everything that you put your hands to. And I mean that. 
And for some of you, you're like, yes, it's time. It's ready. I want to invite you to still do a call with us. I talk about this every so often, but um, we have several ways that we work with folks that we coach people through really taking their God-given purpose and finally monetizing it and really so that they can grow their influence and impact and income with integrity. That's our big thing because these type of times also cause people to get a little desperate and start putting every everything, everybody on sale <laughs> and using gimmicks and tricks and using whatever they think is going to work when really there's a way to create this without having to do all of that. I didn't even know that back then, but 12 years now of working through this, I know that we have something that might work at every price point. So I invite you to book a call, patricewashington.com forward slash talk, patricewashington.com forward slash talk. You'll talk to either me or someone on my team and we'll see like what we have that can support you in this season because right now you got time. You have time and you may have no idea what to do, but you know it's time for you to go to higher heights. So let's do it. Make sure you hit Darnielle up in social media. Tell her hello. Tell her thank you. Tell her you heard her on the Redefining Wealth podcast. I was supposed to be speaking at Darnielle's event in May. It is being postponed to the fall. So make sure you stay connected with either of us or both of us so that you are aware of those new dates. She is working on it and I am definitely down to be there. Hopefully there's no conflict with anything else. But listen, if I'm there or not, you need to be there because this woman is anointed and amazing. So make sure you stay in touch with her in social media or join her email list. Okay, the links will be in the show notes. All right, guys, that's it for me. Stay safe out there. Um, Follow the instructions (laughs) of your leaders and do the best you can to just be good to other people and treat people with kindness and show yourself grace and ease in this season. And um, I'm wishing you a peace that transcends all understanding. I know it's a lot going on, but we'll get through it together. So you can find me in social media, Seek Wisdom PCW. Uh, if you have any comments, of course, leave them wherever you're listening to this podcast and That's it. Until next time, I want you to go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later. After the holidays, a little cash goes a long way. The Chime checking account has tons of benefits to help, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and thousands of fee-free ATMs. You can even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. Sign up for Chime today at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer.